Welcome back to Pet Sitter Confessional. We're brought to you by Time to Pet and Pet Perennials today. How do you know it's time to walk away from something? Honestly, making changes like that is one of the hardest things that we can do as a business owner because we're so committed to something. We thought of the idea and we are trying to bring it to life. But sometimes quitting is the best thing that we can do, not just for our clients and the services that we offer, but also to ourselves. Today, Wayne Hartley Jr., owner of Happy Hearts Pet Care, rejoins the show. He was previously back on episode 224, and I'll have that in the show notes for you to go back and listen to. He comes on and he talks about how and why he transitioned from being a mobile groomer to a brick and mortar, what that meant for him personally, and how that better connected with the goals and purpose and mission that he had for his life. He walks us through the tough choices and decisions that he had to make to make that worthwhile. Also, he discusses the importance of innovating in our business and maintaining a creative mindset. Let's get started. Absolutely. So first off, thank you, Colin, again for having me. I truly appreciate it. Um, I can't tell you how much of a, uh, a blessing this is just to be able to speak to you again and just know, like, even because I was, what, two years ago? Yeah. And then now we're we're still in business. We're still rocking and rolling, still growing, and, and we're still going. So I truly appreciate it. So um, again, my name is Wayne Hartley. I own Happy Hearts Pet Care Services in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, we offer pet sitting, grooming, training, and dog walking to pet parents of Atlanta. Uh, we just recently opened up our first location, our first brick and mortar, uh, right in the heart of downtown Atlanta in uh, Castleberry Hills. Uh, it's right off of uh, Nelson Street, right around the corner from the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So 327 Nelson Street, uh, if you're in the area, please come by, uh, definitely check us out. Um, still offering, you know, the same services, but at a more elevated and uh, luxurious way uh, because we're able to uh, upgrade, you know, we were able to upgrade all of our um all of our, you know, products and everything that we're using. And we're uh, in a, a less, I would say, less stressful environment because we're able to uh, handle pets at a brick and mortar stationary rather than kind of, you know, on the road. And it's like, it has to be in and out type of thing. So, um, we're able to, you know, let them, you know, kind of relax and actually be at a spa. Pet spa. <laughs> well, and that, that word luxurious, I know that that's a word that appears several times on your website and on your, your, the, 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 uh, the copy that you have on social media and everything. Is it, is it really, did you feel like, the service that you're offering now, is it, you know, it sounds like it's really a lot different than what you were able to offer previously because you, you had to make a transition from mobile grooming to, to the brick and mortar store. What, what led to that decision? Gotcha. So honestly, I got tired. (laughs) Um, Just, just being tired of, you know, just being on the road. Um, You know, I was away from the family a lot. Um, you know, it was times where I found myself like 12 hours on the road driving around, you know, being stuck in traffic. And then also I felt like there was a cap on what I can do, how many dogs I can service and, you know, just being able to, um, and also, I mean, ultimate goal is to grow the business. So not making enough as well. And granted, like it was okay at the time because the goal was just to build up my clientele and do the things on the road and um, be able to, you know, grow the business. But I also made a pivot. Like our goal at that time was to have multiple vans on the road. So I, you know, I was putting in the the man hours and blood, sweat and tears to, you know, have clientele all over the city. But it got to a point where one, I couldn't find people who wanted to man the vans. um, And it was very difficult to do that. And also, with the goal of building up the business, um, I needed to be able to make more. I needed to be able to um, service more pets. I needed to be able to be comfortable, you know, um, you know, being able to have the conversation with the pet parents. And when you're on the road and when you're doing uh, mobile grooming, you don't really have those interactions that I wanted. So because you're like, here's your pet, 
and I have to go to the next, you know, the next appointment, which may be across town. So now I'm fighting traffic and I'm, you know, I may have to put gas in the car. I may have to put gas in the generator. I got to make sure my van is clean. And that takes away the time that I can be spending, you know, educating pet parents about, you know, brushing their dogs out, getting their teeth cleaned, um, nail trims, whatever the case may be. So I found myself in that predicament and I was like, well, what can I do to better serve my clients? And the answer was open up a brick and mortar. And uh, I prayed, I prayed about it. I, I had my my business coaches and my advisors and they were like, you know, just do it. And um, it's funny, like the last time we spoke, I was in my house and I ended up selling the house to fund the business. So I was like, let me go ahead. And I was like, what do I need to do? And God was like, all right, so I have to turn this. Well, at the time, the house was a liability and I had to turn it into an asset. So mm-hmm. I turned it into an asset. I saw it and just continue to invest in the business and just grow from there. So now we're coming up on our first year and um, it's been a, a wonderful year. It's been a great year. Learned, learned a lot of lessons. Uh, and I think it's it's hilarious. And I love to tell this part of the story too. It's like um, I just recently, well, so I celebrated before I got off the road, I was about to turn 30. And so I'm 31 now. And I prayed and I was like, I don't want to be on the road after 30. I don't want to be on the road next year. My van literally broke down the day before my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) It it broke down right before my birthday. And it forced me to you because I already had the space, but nothing was in it. And it forced me to use my space. And um, I just been I, I haven't been on the road ever since. Wow, that <laughs> talk talk about divine intervention. Uh, for right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, now, Wayne, that sounds really scary. Just for, personally, to know, like, you sold your house to mm-hmm. see this this dream and and to push forward in your business. Mm-hmm. Did you? How how did you face that with with knowing that that was? A, I mean, that's not a small decision. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I think I think what a lot of uh, um, the biggest lesson entrepreneurship told uh, taught me is you have to take risk for the things that you want. You have to be able to say, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but I know I'm going to make it through. I know I'm going to keep pushing forward. I know I'm, I have this big goal in mind. I have, you know, my, my dreams and my aspirations and the things that I want to accomplish. And I so stress having a vision board and having just a board, something that has your goals listed out because it's like this year, I want to accomplish this. This year, I want to accomplish this and being able to look at that every day. And I was like, all right, well, this, is a decision that I have to make in order to make that happen. Um, I wasn't eligible, just being transparent, I wasn't eligible to get like different loans from um, different banks. I wasn't, um, I was eligible to get like private loans, but when it came down to getting the money, they didn't want, you know, they kind of left, they, they ghosted me. So I was like, all right, well, I had all of these decisions and a lot of factors and obstacles in the way. And I was, I looked back and I was like, what can I do to make this happen? And my choice was my house. And it was scary. It was a hundred percent scary because again, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen next week. I don't know what's going to happen next month, but I need to do what I need to do today in order to try and make that dream come true. Looking at what a, what am I capable of doing today? And, and in some aspects, I don't know the future. So while I should be concerned and pushing there, I can't really worry about it a whole lot because of all of yeah. the unknowns that are out there. The unknowns is going to make you stop doing it. You know, um, some people, and and again, it, it's just mental fortitude. Like you have to be mentally strong. You got to be, you know, tough because everybody's not going to be a supporter. Everybody's not, everybody thought I was crazy. You know, everybody's not going to, you know, give you the right advice, um, but you have to stick to your guns and you have to, you know, just be be careful who you share things with, because at the same time, everybody says that they want you to win, but they may not really want you to win. And it's like you have to 
kind of look past all of that. Like, yeah, you can get advice. You can talk to people. You can share your dreams and your goals and everything that you want to accomplish in life. But you can't allow the naysayers. You can't allow people who don't really see your vision the way that you see it. You can't allow them to like talk you out of it because then that's and then that feeds into your your mentality that feeds into what you think about yourself, what you think about your business. And trust me, Kyle, I had well, obviously so much belief like in myself that this has to work. Like I only have two options. It either has to work or it has to work. And I'm going to make sure that it works. I don't have it. I don't have a choice. I rely on this for everything. I rely on this to feed my family. I rely on this, you know, to feed myself, pay my bills, you know, make sure that I can, you know, go on, go to different conferences and go on vacations and things like that. I don't want another job. So I have to make sure that this works. Yeah. yeah. And and that's a that's a reality that, that we as the business owners just face every single day going yeah. and, and, and I think some people may hear that and go, you know, I don't um I how do I balance between being so focused on the goal versus feeling desperate to make it work? And so sure. how do you how how do we how do so how do we walk that line of not acting out of desperation but of focused intentionality? It, it, I belief it all comes down to belief. Yeah. It all comes down to believing that it's going to work. Um, believing that I am called for a bigger purpose than what my present looks like, you know? And I mean, faith, faith is, is what, you know? Um, so it's like between believing that, you know, I have no choice in this and having faith that it's going to work. Um, I mean, yeah, that, that's basically what it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think that's exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think that's exactly it. Going when we are when we're out of desperation, we're acting out of rash in the moment decisions because we we have no forward movement. We're just acting so reactionally in our day to day. But when we have that focused intentionality, it's because we believe there's a better purpose. There's something beyond that we're working towards that 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 that's going to make it worth it. And that could be what we focus on. I'm intentionally moving and doing something so that I can pay my bills, support my staff. Maybe it's because, and you, you said this way, of like you weren't you weren't having the connections with the staff that you were with the with the clients that you were wanting to that those interactions. So you were looking for something different. So you were looking for these growing this community, and there was a lot of these driving factors now that are helping you focus that versus this just wild desperation of doing anything and trying everything without a real plan. Mm-hmm. It was. Um, and I think what really got me through, I mean, of course, is my support system. Yeah. Um, support is everything. And again, you can have the right support, but you could also have the wrong support. But then understanding that what support you are getting from the people, what advice you're getting from people, it all has to align with your vision. It has to align with your goals. It has to align with your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it has to really just like your intuition it has to sit right in your spirit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like whatever these people say, wherever I'm going in life, like it ha- everything has to align together in order for me to really like push forward with it and really just make it come that, you know, come to fruition. Um, because there's so, there's a lot of ambiguity. There's a lot of unknown factors and, you know, rational rationality with, with what decisions I'm going to make today and how I'm going to eat tomorrow, things like that. But at the end of the day, again, it all comes down to that word belief. And it's just like, I know that this is going to work. I know that I am, am on the right path to, to, um, on the right path to making my dreams come true. And I, 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 I laugh about it. Everybody says, you know, you got to fail, you know, to learn. And, and that's so true. Like you have to be in those, those trenches. You have to be in those dark moments where it's like, what am I going to do next? It looks like everything is so difficult. It looks like it's so hard, but what am I going to do next? And you got to pull through. And I actually came up with that, like an anagram. I believe it's called an anagram. Like where you use the the first letters of a word and you create like another word. So like it's called flig. So 
And it's funny, F-L-I-G. So fail, learn, improve, and grow. And that's just like huge in my mentality. You have to fail and you have to learn from your failures. And then what you use to learn that, you have to improve from that. And then ultimately just grow from it all. And that's just one thing that just pushes me and gets me through each day. It really is because you know for you and in your story of saying here going okay you were focused on the the mobile grooming you're building up for multiple vans this was this was the the dream the design that you had the goal that you were working towards and it just wasn't clicking it wasn't working and i know many people would say well i failed i'll just close shop and that's it that that thing that that didn't work out and so while it's you know, it's it's okay to fail. It's now what we what we do with that. And so I love the the flag there because the immediate thing that follows <laughs> fail is learn. Like there's a yeah. learning aspect to this. Absolutely. And and like I said, you know, it's just the tough. It, it gets hard. Entrepreneurship is one of the most craziest decisions in the world. <laughs> 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 it is it is absolutely ridiculous. Um, but it is one of those things where you have to be mentally strong for it. You have to understand, like, you know, I'm going to create an environment in which I enjoy working each day. I'm going to do what I love to do. I'm going to teach others, you know, the things that I love because obviously it's their passion if they want to work with me, things like that. But um, it is a tough business to be in um, because it teaches you so much. It teaches you about yourself. It teaches you patience. It teaches you uh, mental fortitude. It teaches you, you know, about personal development. Um, it teaches you about developing your team it teaches you about leadership and it's not an easy task when you put it all together because you have to wear so many hats and so when it when it seems like you have to do so much and it's so easy to be overwhelmed um that's when people call it quits and i think a lot of people call it quits because of that is because they don't have the right support. They don't have the right people around them. And, you know, the people that you keep around you is super important because they're going to make and break you. Um, and I was just talking to uh, one of my friends yesterday, another vet tech, and I was letting her know, I was like, you know, it's so true when you hear the saying, like, okay, you want to be the, you want to be the six uh, millionaire, hang around five other millionaires, you know? Your support and the people that you hang around is going to really make you make your business. So you really have to be careful with who you share your energy with, who you spend your time with. Um, and honestly, I spend a lot of time. I do have my friends in business, but I also spend a lot of time by myself as well because I have to make sure that my mentality is is right for the people that I spend my time with. And I have to make sure that I'm good before I can give my energy out to anybody else. And that yeah. is important. Yeah, there's that saying, your network is your net worth. And, For sure, absolutely. And part, and part of that is getting inspiration, getting ideas, getting encouragement from others. And But but also, in order for us to make the most out of those interactions, you, yeah, you when you said that way, of like, I, I have to make sure I'm okay first. It, yeah. does, it doesn't matter if I'm around all the billionaires in the world. If I'm not in the right mindset, if I'm struggling, if I'm not receptive to feedback and criticism and input. You can't receive it. You're not going to, it's going to be a wasted time and a wasted moment with those people. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I definitely encourage. So I even started um, a networking group here in Atlanta. So besides Happy Hearts, I did start um, a networking group and it's called Petlanta. <laughs> nice. So um, started Petlanta and it's just, a, it's just, I've seen, I saw the need of, um, pet care entrepreneurs or just people that's in the pet care space. You don't even have to be an entrepreneur. You can still be a vet tech. You can have a nine to five. It's just getting those people together to really network with each other, learn with each other, grow with each other and encourage each other because I, I, I've been to conferences where one, they didn't, you know, people didn't realize how many people were literally down the street. You know, you have so many other pet care businesses and pet care entrepreneurs, business leaders, business owners, um, literally down the street that is doing the same thing you're doing. And you've never reached out. You've never like heard from them. You never, you know, even knew that they were there. And it's like you can learn so much from them if you just grow your network, if you just, you know, ask questions, don't feel like you're by yourself. 
because we're we all go through the same things essentially. And if somebody's farther along in their career, they can teach you the things that they went through in order for you to grow and you don't make the same mistakes. So well, I just started it and I was like, I saw the need of it and I was like, well, let's go ahead and do it. So now we have like a few members and it's pretty cool because we get to check in each week. We meet um, in person each month. Um, we we encourage, we have like meetings in our chickens. We have like theme meetings. So we topics that we talk about, but it's like just a matter of seeing these people on a consistent basis. And then if we need business or we need to refer business, we refer it out to them. But again, your support system and your network, like you said, is your network because I want to make sure that we're all growing and nobody's left behind essentially. Right. Cause you know, rising tide is going to help everybody out when we're knowing better, we're doing yeah. better when we're, we're better advocates for the, the pet care services and the pet community mm-hmm. where we have educate, better educated pet parents. Cause I know that's an, that's an aspect of this too, of going, Oh gosh, I feel like I'm doing all the heavy lifting, teaching people mm-hmm. how to groom or what schedules they have to be on. Or you know what this what the um, you know different brushes are and or how to take care of this dog, man. It'd be great if I had some help with that. Well, yeah, it would. So getting a network of people who are also educating and talking and on the same page as you really just lifts that load for everybody to make that job easier. No, it absolutely does. Um, and I mean, it, being an entrepreneur also and a business owner, it teaches you how to be a leader. Mm. Um, it teaches you leadership skills because, well, I can't. Unless your goal is to really just continuously be a one person, one man band, you know, one person team, then cool, you don't have to really, you know, you you're not using the leadership skills to full advantage essentially. But if you have like, you know, employees, if you have like upfront staff, if you have, you know, support staff or whatever, you 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 learn how to be a leader amongst these people and that just takes a lot of personal development. It takes a lot of personal discipline as well to be able to know what actions to take, not be rash, to be able to be disciplined and understanding and reading and educating ourselves, and then taking the time and that patience to then interact with those others around us. Have you heard of Time to Pet? Doug from Bad to the Bone Pet Care has this to say. Time to Pet has made managing my team and clients so much easier. Our clients love the easy-to-use app and scheduling features, and our sitters love being able to have all of their information organized and easily accessible. My favorite feature is the instant messaging. By keeping conversations on Time to Pet, we are able to monitor our team and ensure nothing ever falls through the cracks. If you're looking for new pet sitting software, give Time to Pet a try. Listeners of our show can save 50% off your first three months by visiting timetopet.com slash Oh yeah, emotional intelligence is key. Yeah. <laughs> emotional intelligence is key. I, I read um I read and do research on emotional intelligence. Just, so I read about it, I understand it minuscule, you know. Um, you know, and I try to exercise it as best as I could, but especially when I'm dealing with certain situations, I just like to just refresh myself on it. Like, how can I how can I exercise my emotional intelligence in this situation? Because one, I don't want to come across as mean or angry or upset and, you know, reflecting when it comes to dealing with certain clients or dealing with certain employees or dealing with anybody. I don't want to reflect the energy that's coming back. I want to diffuse the situation. I want us to grow and I want us to learn from this and just come up with a a peaceful compromise because at the end of the day, the goal isn't to emotionally react the goal is to come up with a solution so that everybody's on peaceful and it's all we're all on the same page well and that's especially important during times of upheaval unknowns uncertainty and in transitions so when you were when you were making this transition from being mobile to brick and mortar you had to coordinate staff Clients, scheduling, equipment, a lot of things going on there. How how did you start talking to your your staff and your clients about that new transition and what that would mean for the services that they were receiving and doing? Not even gonna lie, I lost a whole lot of clients. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I lost I lost a whole lot of clients, um, and ultimately, I lost the staff that I had at the beginning too. Um, wow. You know because. Again, being on the road, 
things are so convenient for clients. Things are at a different price point. So, of course, everybody was making more. Um, everybody was, they had their schedules, things like that. So when I had to transition to uh, brick and mortar, um, the money wasn't coming in. Um, clients was, you know, complaining that now they had to bring their dogs to us. Um, and then, of course, that ultimately affected business to where um, everybody wasn't getting, they were still getting paid, but they wasn't getting as much as they were getting before when we were on the road. And I asked them, I was like, look, like this is the situation. I'm very transparent when it comes to this because, I mean, transparency is key, you know, when it comes to dealing with, especially a new business. So I was very transparent with them. I was like, look, if you just stick it out for a few weeks, it's going to be rough. It's going to be tough right now. You know, we are literally starting a new business, even though it's been an old business, but we're starting a new business. We have to grow up our, our clientele here. We have to get people to understand. We have to market. We have to brand. We have to get down in the streets. We have to let everybody know that we're here so they start to use us, you know, pay for ads, everything like that. And it just came down to, you know, just not being able to see the vision and not understanding it, you know, and I get it. I'm like no love lost and I get it, but it was a tough time in the beginning um, making that transition um, to get people to actually come here and still want to come to a brick and mortar. Now, my new staff, you know, um, that we have here are super helpful. Everybody, like, you know, I mean, I'm sure you can hear it. Everybody's handling, you know, everything while we're here, but like, they're still able to do the things that needs to be done, but they also understand, like, customer service is key, you know, consistency is key, making sure that we follow up with clients, making sure that we're giving them the utmost, you know, respect and, you know, just understanding, like, they, we are grateful for them to be here. We want them to feel appreciated. We want them to feel like, you know, they shouldn't go anywhere else because customer service is um, a one. It's it's one of those times where you have to understand that not everybody is meant to be on every level with you, um, especially those that don't see the vision. Because everybody didn't see this vision. Everybody didn't understand what I was doing. Everybody was bored, thought I was crazy. Like, why are you doing this? Why are you, you know, selling your house? Why are you getting off the road? Why are you starting a brick and mortar? Why are you moving downtown? Like my shop used to be in Stone Mountain. I mean, my house used to be in Stone Mountain. And I literally moved my whole operation to downtown Atlanta. And so it made a lot of changes and a lot of people uncomfortable and it took away the convenience. So of course that made it up um, about everything. So then it just trickled down from the clients to the employees, but I had to stay tough with it. And I say, you know, if you're, if you're willing to stick it out with me, if you're willing to try to at least just see a glimpse of this vision, you know, we'll be good, you know, but you have to understand this is where we're going. And, Mobile was just a step in business. It was a stepping stone in business, you know, to get us here because now we have our first more, uh, brick and mortar. Next year, we'll op- we want to open up another one. Maybe two years after that, we open up another one, you know, but there's a, there's a goal in mind. And I already said, like, I'm going to be, I, w- I want to be, I'm going to be, I am going to be retired by 40. So I have nine more years to get this done, you know, <laughs> and I have a goal to make it happen. And so I can't allow myself to slow down. I can't allow, you know, myself to be concerned with those that don't see the vision as clear as I do, because I mean, everybody's not going to get the same work ethic, but then also everybody's not going to see the same vision. But what you can do as a leader is try to make things as comfortable as possible for them so that they, they may not see it today, but with enough time, they'll see it eventually. And those are the people who will see it eventually. Like, granted, I'm grateful for the people who see it in the beginning, but the people who see it eventually also sees the hard work that goes into everything that we're doing. Yeah. And so it sounds like you really went through a, almost an entirely fresh start with staff, yeah. clients, going back, you know, not not totally from, from, from zero, but pretty, you know, a, not where you were with the mobile grooming. And you really oh, had yeah. to, that's that steering and setting that vision and knowing this is, this is where we're heading and being comfortable mm-hmm. with people not following you and not, not sure. seeing it and going with it as well. And, and knowing that that's okay, like that, that we have a way forward and you, you're going to get 
different people on board. You're going to get a new vision. And now, now you have staff that, that don't really, they don't know any different. They don't know what, what it was operating like beforehand. They know what's the here and now and what we're, what we're working towards now as well. And having that clear uh, communication and, and, and honesty about that is, is really key and helpful for them, I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, now we're at this space and I mean, they enjoy working here, you know, because again, being on the road, like you have to deal with the weather, you have to deal with gas, you have to deal with traffic. There's so many different variables. Um, there were times where we had flat tires, where the, the belt on the van broke, um, generator didn't want to come on, it ran out of water because the water was left on. And all of it was in the dirty water tank. So we had to, you know, either uh, uh, hook up a hose in between appointments. It was tough. It was a lot, a lot of, <laughs> it was a lot <laughs> oh going on, um, on on the road. So now that I have the brick and mortar, like, it's a lot easier on people. And, you know, it, it's better. Um, you, you control it a lot better. You control the environment a lot better. Um, you yeah. control the workflow a lot better. You control... Um, it's, it's essentially a lot more, uh, less ambiguity. Now, granted, it's at a higher price point, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's one of those things where life prepares you for it because mm. it's, you know, and again, you're not going to get more than you can't handle, you know, so it's like life prepared me for this, you know, understanding, doing, I, and I truly appreciate everything that I learned on the road. Because it made me a better um, business owner, a better leader, and a better groomer as well. Because now I'm able to handle more dogs in throughout the day. Like yesterday, we had 11 dogs, and I was able to handle all 11 dogs and be out by 5 o'clock. Well, 5.30. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> 5.30. Who's um, counting? Right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. But, you know, it's, it, it's able. I, I'm... You know, I've been able to do that. And a lot of people, they can't say that they they did, they did can do that many dogs in a day. And granted, it takes a lot of experience. It takes, um, you know, just the, the repetition of, you know, grooming dogs every day and moving efficiently. Um, I, I tell them, I tell my staff all the time, like, you have to move efficiently. You have to, you know, make sure that every minute counts. And just like, what our financial advisors teach us, every sit has a job, every second has a job, every minute has a job. You have to be able to do something or be doing something every second of the day, um, excuse me, every second you know that you're at work because something always needs to get done and you have to use that time efficiently. Otherwise, I mean, nobody wants their time wasted. And then also these pet parents, they want their pets to come back home. So we want, we need to make sure that we're doing everything that we can on our end to make sure that they're going home at a decent time. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's that whole operations management yeah. Right, yeah. That, that comes into play there where, <laughs> where it's like so many different Absolutely. moving pieces. And I'm sure yeah. it's one of those, one of those things that like, for you, like now you have a brick and mortar store. Now it's like, huh, I don't, I don't one worry. I don't have to have today is where's my grooming table going to be at noon? Like I, it's yeah. there. I know my building's not going to move. Like that's not stress anywhere. that I don't have to have anymore. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. Trust me. And you know, I, and I, I, I love to tell this too, like God is hilarious. Um, and I, so after I sold my house, um, and I ended up moving downtown, I actually found the place that I live now off of TikTok. So, Literally, I was, I was like, because I, we, me and my dogs, we packed up all of our stuff. I had my stuff in my van. I had it in the storage unit, and I was like, Lord, where am I going to live? I can't live in these Airbnbs. You know, I rented out an Airbnb for a month. I was like, all right, let's do this. I ended up getting kicked out of the Airbnb because I have two pit bulls, and where we live, they didn't want pit bulls in their facility. So I was like, where are we going to go? So I ended up. I, I put my dogs at my friend's house. I ended up, I even had to sleep on a van a night or two. So like, it was like, I had to do this. So I ended up finding the place where I live off of TikTok. And then I spoke to my agent because there was a, um, there was vacant storefronts where I live too. And I reached out to him. He reached out to the management company and the management company said, we would love to have a grooming shop right here. It's such a, and I didn't even know it at the time. Like I didn't know where I was moving. I never moved here before. I didn't know how many pets was in the area, but like I was walking my dogs and I was like, there's so many dogs here. And there's, 
There's so many dogs here. There's not a lot of families, but there's so many like young adults that have dogs here um, in this area. And it's so like artsy and it's so live and vibrant. And I was like, wow, like, like, like divine intervention, like, you know, your steps are ordered. And when you're working in your passion and when you're really like tapped into where you want to, what you want to do in life, like your steps, like the universe is like, here, this is the path that you need to go. This is what you need to do. So literally now that I said, I don't want to be on the road anymore. I walk to work every day. Like my house is right around the corner from my shop. I literally, it takes me five minutes to get here on a good day, you know? So like, you know, on, yeah, well, actually max, because it's probably like four minutes and 15 seconds, but who's counting? But, you know, I can just come downstairs and walk around the corner. I'm at the shop and I don't even have to drive anywhere. And like, that was just a, a big, like pat on the back and thank you, like for the service that I've done. And it's just like, here, you don't even have to go anywhere. You don't even have to rely on driving. You don't even have to do anything. But, you know, this is what you wanted. And this is the life that you you spoke for yourself and you manifested and you created. And now you have room to grow. You have, you know, a great community that supports you. Like I can go to one of the, the restaurants around the corner and they're like, oh, you're the guy that owns the um the grooming shop around the corner. You know, people know me in the neighborhood and it's like, that's awesome. You know, like I'm having more client interactions and we have different events and we have, you know, so many things. And I, I know other, all of the other business owners up and down the street. And I'm like, this is a community that really supports you. And it's like, that's what I was looking for that I wasn't getting while I was on the road. And it's just like one step after another. And it's just like now it's it's. I'm I'm in the I'm in the, the the network of growth because all of these other business owners they want they either have other locations or they know people and they're networking. You know, we all introduce each other to like people that we know and things like that. And if I need support, I can always reach out to them and ask them like, "Hey, how did you do this?" or anything like that. And it's just like one step at a time, and it just like it just all worked out, honestly. <laughs> you know, and I, I'm just extremely grateful. That, you know, just and all of this stem from what if I did not sell my house? What yeah. if I didn't do it? You know, what yeah. if I was too scared to sell my house? You know, like I literally the word. So between like my stepdad, he calls me all the time and he says, you know, the word that he's getting is for me is balance. You know, it's create a balance for yourself. And then the word that I was getting just from life was sacrifice. So like. I had to sacrifice everything that I had before in order to create balance for the things that I want in the life that I want. And I literally did like friends, relationships, my house, my car, like everything I had to leave behind in order to create this life that I have now. And it's just like, I'm still working on the balance part, but you know, it's just, <laughs> it's just one thing after another. And I just, I'm just extremely grateful just that. I didn't I didn't get scared and I didn't let fear like stop me from just letting go of the house in order to grow the business. And it, it takes that sacrifice to do it. It does. Now, I, you know, I know yeah. you have a lot of new stresses that you didn't have before with the, with, <laughs> yeah. the, with the mobile and things like that. But what are you what are you focusing your your attention and your energy on now that you don't feel mm-hmm. like you were able to previously with how you, you were running your business? Uh, growth. Um, okay. Growth. Um, you know, now that I actually have people doing the things that I'm, I was doing, mm. I can sit, I can have meetings. I can have be on podcasts. I can, you know, grow the business. I can talk to people. I can, you know, run out and, you know, have a meeting with my agent or, you know, go look at a different location if I need to, because I can leave my staff here and do the things that I know that they're capable of doing. And I'm able to do that. So a lot of the, a lot of where my mentality now is just growth. Like what services, um, what extra services can we offer to our clients? You know, um, you know, where are we looking at, you know, a second location? Um, are we going to get back into transportation? Like, you know, things like that. Now I can really sit down and focus on growing the business because I'm not working so much in the business, but now I'm working on the business. Yeah. And I know many, many business owners find themselves in the exact same spot. 
of going, I, I can barely focus on anything else in my life right now because I have so much on my plate from my business. My business is demanding all of this energy, all of my focus, all of my time, all of Absolutely. me just to get the business done. And really stepping back and going, what, what would I have to do? And I think that's just a very personal question. What would I have to do to get a little bit more space in my life? And, mm-hmm. you know, Wayne, you, you sold your house. Uh, some people may go, okay, maybe not, maybe not that far, but <laughs> yeah, you don't have to, everybody doesn't have to do that. Maybe that's, maybe that's, I don't take on that extra client this weekend, or maybe yeah. I don't drive that extra mile to that person. There's these little things that we can do to just create boundaries. Start, yeah. To create boundaries that we, that we, mm-hmm. we where, where we have that focus, that mental bandwidth, that, that time and attention to now focus on things for our business. When I tell people, like, when they feel like they're going in through, when they're going uh, through hard times, just tell yourself, like, this is only temporary. Mm. This, this, this moment in time doesn't define me. You know, um, this is just a temporary feeling and this is a temporary, um, uh, issue that we're dealing with at the moment. And this is, this, this feeling right now is not going, this is not my today. This is not my everyday. This is not who I am. You know, this is just something that, you know, I'm human. I'm going to feel these human, you know, emotions and I'm going to feel like, you know, things are a little difficult or whatever, but you know, you just got to keep pushing forward and just keep, just keep your eyes on the prize essentially. Pat Perennials makes it easy to send a heartfelt condolence gift directly to someone with a broken heart. They have this awesome direct-to-consumer gift model that takes the effort off of us and ensures a thoughtful, personalized sympathy gift reaches your client or employee on your behalf. All gift packages include a handwritten card, colorful gift wrap, and shipping fees across both the U.S. and Canada. They also offer an array of milestone gifts and greeting cards that can be sent to celebrate birthdays, extend get-well wishes, and welcome new and even rescued pets. Additionally, there are gift choices in case you need to send a sympathy gift in memory of a special human client or celebrate a pregnancy, engagement, or wedding of a pet lover. If this is interesting to you, register for a free business gift perks account to unlock the all-inclusive discounted package prices. The service is leveraged on an as-need basis, and there are no monthly or annual obligations or minimum purchases. Learn more by going to petperennials.com and check out their business programs or register for a free gift perks account using the link in the show notes. Well, and I think it is important to be in tune with those emotions so that when we have those down days, we just, yeah, and go, okay, like, okay, I see that I'm not feeling 100% today. I see that I'm feeling beaten down, exhausted. Why? What is that? What's going on right now? And just be more aware so that we can make improvements for tomorrow. Absolutely. So like when you, um, when you are going through it, I mean, just it, it's important to have hobbies. It's important to step away for a little bit. Like you don't, um, when, when, when times get tough, you know, uh, find something that you can decompress, mm-hmm. you know, find, a, find a, a hobby or something constructive. Like mine is Fortnite. And then you're going to lie. I enjoy playing Fortnite. I, I will play Fortnite for a few hours with my friends. And that's a way for me to connect with them, you know, and just not have to worry about work, not thinking about work, not thinking about stresses, not, you know, being stressed out or anything like that. Like I will sit here, I'll talk, I'll text the boys and I'll be like, hey, we getting on a game tonight, you know, and it's just we'll sit and just play Fortnite and go for it and get try to get the victory crown, you know? And and that's fun, you know? And it, we may not win all the time, but we're at least talking to each other. We're laughing, we're joking around. And that's a way to um, ground me, like bring me, like ground me back, you know, and not have me like feeling overwhelmed because I feel refreshed after that. I feel good. I feel like, okay, now I can tackle this thing that was probably stressing me out. And then also giving me enough time to step away from it really gives me time to think about other, um, other points of views and other ways to attack it. Yeah, because then you then you can start innovating. That's where you have that space now to do new things. And oh, I never thought of that before. Or maybe it's now having energy so you can reinvigorate to to tackle those problems. Where before exactly. that that day where it's at you know nine o'clock at night and you're just like I have no energy, and you can start having that that self talk of I'm exhausted. I'm never going to get this taken care of. Nothing's going to happen. I'm I'm never going to get to my goals. Taking some time out, reading, playing some Fortnite, re recharging, getting uh, stepping away from it so that when you come back to it you're seeing it with fresh eyes with a renewed energized mind for sure i was um 
it was either I was reading or listening to another podcast. Um, and it was those things that you, when you feel overwhelmed, of course, everybody has their to-do list uh, as a business owner, as a leader, you have your to-do list, but you have to create different columns within your to-do list, you know, things that you can handle now, things that can be done later um, and things that you can, um, you can delegate, you know, and I'm always, I'm a hundred percent. I will give you money to do the things that I don't want to do. I'm do it, <laughs> do it. I, I literally, I spoke to my, um, my financial advisor last week. I actually have a meeting with her later on. I spoke to her last week. I was like, look, do you have like CFO position, like capabilities? I don't want to handle the money. Like that's your thing. I want to out. That is your thing, you know, and it's fine. Like, and you have to understand, like, you're not going to be able to do everything all the time, you know, so be willing to delegate some of the things to other people. Like a lot of our, you know, handling budgets and creating forecasts and, you know, knowing what the percentage is like on retail versus grooming versus pet sitting. Like, I'm, I'm not mathematically savvy savvy that way you know like i don't know all of that stuff i don't know how to create it but i'm willing to invest in somebody that does that also sees my vision and understands this thing you know um i may not and and not saying for me but like a person may not be like customer service savvy hire somebody that is hire somebody that has worked in customer service before hire somebody who can answer the phones and has time and to do all of that, you know, be willing to invest in your business that way. So you're not also feeling overwhelmed because otherwise you're going to feel like you are literally wearing a million hats and that stresses you out. But if you're making enough to hire somebody, cause you don't also have to keep all the money. Like, yes, have a savings account, have multiple bank accounts, but then also create a budget to where you can say, Hey, if I give you a hundred dollars a day, or if I give you $200 a week, are you able to handle this task for me? Like, can I send you, you know, a few things that can just take a few things off of my plate? Yeah. And you said, you know, invest in your business. That's a phrase that we hear a lot of times. Invest in your business, invest in your business. And I know for a long time, I would sit there and go, like, what? Like, what What do you mean? Like, okay, I can buy better equipment. Um, I may advertise. Uh, what is that? But I, there was this idea of going, invest in it by having someone else do some part of the work. And it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be full time. It doesn't even have to be part time. It can be whenever, you know, on demand as need. And, and you know, the first one I think of now is like, okay, taxes, like that's, that's not a full time position in my, in my company. Um, but it is, it is a very necessary aspect of what we do. So that's something that worthwhile that I can invest in because that investment of going, you handle this. I know a, it's going to get taken care of. It's going to be done well. And B, I, and, and C, I, I can be doing other things now. I, I'm not sitting here slaving away, looking at different papers and different documents and filing and messing up and having to make corrections. I, I'm out doing business and making more money for the company. While the professional that is doing the taxes, your tax professional is handling your taxes. You don't have to worry about it. See, and that that is our goal. Okay, Our goal is to not work as much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we created this business so that we don't have to work as much. Um, and we reap the benefits from it. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's all about having the right team and the right people around you at all times. And just understand, like, you can't do everything. You yeah. shouldn't have to do everything. Um, now, in the beginning, you will have to. But once you get to a point where you can start bringing people on, like, you have to be able to do that. And like you said, invest in your business. You know, there are different things. Like, so creating ad space, you know, um, you know, finding somebody to handle your social media, finding somebody to answer your phones, finding people to bathe and prep the dogs. So now all you have to do is just go in and finish doing the, the finishing touches, you know, um, you know, being able to invest in other people. And that also gets people off the street. That also gives them a sense of responsibility. That also makes them feel useful. That makes them feel, you know, wanted and appreciated because they're actually helping you build your brand and build your business. And now you have people who are almost as best invested in your company as you are because you're also taking care of them the way that they're taking care of you. And that's super important, especially as a um, as a business entrepreneur or a business owner. Yeah. Entrepreneur. 
Yeah, and, and recognizing that that community that we're we're all after is is more than just where we live. It's the people that we interact with. It's the people that we hire. It's the people that. We touch with our brand as we're out in the community conducting these services. Or if we have a location where people are coming to, how we act, how we respond, how we, how we interact with the people around us is going to speak for us and help either make the place better or it's not going to improve it. And that's, that's where we can focus on our businesses as well, that we can do more with our business than just conduct services. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. I, um, and just touching on that too. Instead of, because, especially in the pet care industry, a lot of pet parents, they are looking for the educational factor um, and why they they need to find the right pet sitter, why they need to keep their dog on a uh, rooming schedule, why they need to vet their, you know, veterinarians, why they even need to show appreciation to their veterinarians and support staff. You know, there's a lot that a lot of pet parents, they are not one accustomed to, but then they also, they just don't think about it. Yeah. You know, like they, they, they don't consider it like, you know, um, I, I tell you, your, your veterinary staff would be extremely happy if you just brought in some donuts, you know, just the, the just the little things, you know, it, and a lot of people, they, they're not accustomed to really recognizing the pet care industry as one that is like, they, they just think, you know, we're just playing with animals all day no we're we're humans as well you know we have human days human emotions we have good days bad days and different days um you know but we all love to eat and we want snacks you know (laughs) (laughs) you know oh we love when thanksgiving and christmas comes around because we get all the fruit baskets and the food and and snacks and stuff like that you know and it's just the small things because you know we're working so hard sometimes we we don't we don't take care of ourselves um the way that we need to so it's just it's nice to have and really shown that appreciation from you know from our uh clients yeah well and be seen by other professionals in the industry as well right absolutely right it's it's and so you know listening to this going okay i as a business owner um yeah i can i can go and buy a dozen donuts and and go to the 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 vet around the corner and just say hey i i see you all i i see what you're you're working i know how hard it is and i just want to say first off like thank you for serving our community so well and and secondly here's some sugar right and then that's all that (laughs) that's all that interaction has (laughs) to be is just acknowledge that right and and that builds your network yeah. that builds your especially for business owners that builds your network right there because now when somebody comes in and say hey does anybody here pets it we may not but we know somebody that does mm. yeah. so that that's it you know it's just as simple as that it, as business leaders um as entrepreneurs when you know you show other businesses that you appreciate them like you said they're willing to go to bat for you and go the extra mile for you as well so it's a lot of give and take but um it works out it works out and then especially with the right with the right team with the right support Wayne, I know you're you're constantly reading and listening to stuff. Um, what are some of your favorite resources or, or things that have really helped support you through this past year or so? So I've been reading a few books. Uh, let's see. We try to remember. Um, one was like Never Eat Alone. I forget who I forget who wrote the books, but I can see the titles. Um, Never Eat Alone, and that talks about networking and growing your network. The, the, another really good book is um, Atomic Habits. Um, another really good book is is like Excellence. It, it, Excellence is in the title, and I apologize. The words escape me. Um, is 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 the owner of the Ritz Carlton? Um, he wrote a book, and it's just like excellence in everything that they do, and you know, just showing great customer service and showing your uh, your staff you know, appreciation, things like that. Um, I forget the name of the book, but it has excellence in the title. Um, and it's by the owner of uh, the Ritz Carlton. And then just listening to different, you know, um, personal development um, podcasts and audio and just, you know, keeping your mind sharp um, it taking time for you to just breathe, you know, things like that. And, you know, just, just using those resources. I, w- I also like to... 
go to different networking events. Um, so, you know, go to different, go see what's happening in your community. You know, just go to different networking events, see where the entrepreneurs are hanging out, see where, you know, different business leaders and um, community leaders are hanging out. So that way you may not need to talk to everybody, but just being in that space can be motivating. You may not be one person who can go out and just have a million conversations and spark conversations with people. And I'm one of those people, like, to be honest, like I took my dog, um, Kodak. I have a mini schnauzer. I just recently went to a, um, a veterinary conference in Orlando and he is my emotional support dog. Like I would not have spoken to that many people if it weren't for him. And I totally get that. And I'm a hundred percent okay with that, you know, but you may not be that person who can spark conversations with everybody, but it was also motivating just to be in that space and just be in that network. So, you know, sometimes just get out there, get out there, see what's happening in your community, read really good books um, about personal development and business development, mindset shifts, things like that. And then also just be up on different podcasts talking about the same thing. If you can't sit and read, but you can also listen to it so that you can hear that other people are going through this. Like we're human. Like, yeah, we see people on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, but to actually hear them have a conversation, um, it also helps because it's like, okay, I can vibe with this person. I can, you know, really see myself and see the situations or I've gone through that situation too. And okay, he's gotten out of that. She's gotten out of that. So I can do that too. So it's just a matter of, you know, just putting yourself out there and just understanding that you do have these resources at hand too. Yeah. And, and when you, if you do struggle with going to networking events or knowing what to say and talk to people, you know, just understanding that goal of why am I here? I, I asked that. I find myself asking that question a lot in my life these days, both in a positive and a negative. Of like, oh, why am I here? Or, or, or sure. <laughs> and trying to turn that into, why, why am I here? What is the opportunity mm-hmm. that I have before me that I that I need to be taking advantage of? And I think that was a good thing that you said too. So you go to these, you go to these places, and you may not be um, as social, but you giving yourself a goal. Give yourself a goal of talk to three people. That's mm-hmm. it. Just talk to three people, you know, just or one person. If it's your first per if your first your first place, talk to one person. Get one person's number. See how you can help that person in business or if that person can help you in business, you know, whatever the case is. And then when you go to the next one, talk to two people, talk to three people. Set set, set a goal to these things because you're there for a reason. You know, I'm here for a reason. I'm here to network. I'm here to, you know, see what other businesses are around. So being that I'm here for a reason, I need to set a goal to be to why I'm here. You know? yeah, which is a reminder that that we we recognize we have a reason, we have a purpose in life, in business. So there's the personal, there's the business side. And sometimes, you know, I think first off, recognizing that there is a purpose to the things that we do and now going, sure. I, I might not know exactly what that is at all times. Um, that That's kind of my job sometimes to figure that out and to work right. that out and now apply that to what, I, what, what I'm doing here. Absolutely. So I completely agree. Yeah, <laughs> Wayne, I completely agree, Wayne. Um, I'm I'm so thankful for for getting to catch up with you today and you encouraging Great. us to to take those risks and to recognize that we have goals, we have purposes that we can reach for, and to keep those focused. Uh, and, and also knowing that not everyone's going to make that journey with us, but but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you've got you've got a lot on your plate, and there's a lot of, of things that you're doing. And, and I know people listening to this may have questions for how to do it in their lives and, and, and what it's been like for you. So how can people get in touch and follow along with everything that you have going on? Absolutely. So they can um, always follow us on Instagram at happyheartspetcareatl. Um, we are on TikTok at happyheartsatl. Um, Facebook is also happyheartspetcareatl. And then if you want to go to our website, uh, happyheartspcs.com. And if people are in the Atlanta area, um, is there a way for them to get connected with Petlanta? For sure. So um, you can go to petlanta.org or just reach out to me at 404. uh, What's the number? 
404 433 1181. I have to think about the number real quick. Um, but yeah, so petlanta.org, or they could also follow us on, on Instagram at petlanta pet pros. And that's P E T L A N T A pet pros, P E T P R O S. Very good. I'll have those links on the website and on the show notes for people to get connected with you. Wayne, um, I, I, I can't tell you how much I've, I've enjoyed our conversation and I'm very thankful for the time to, to get to talk with you today. Um, so thank you. Thank you so much, Wayne. Thank you. Thank you, Colin. I appreciate it. I, I'm grateful to be here. Flig. Fail, learn, improve, grow. Guess we need to make that into a t-shirt for us. But the only way that we can actually end up growing is by failing in something and recognizing that failing is not a four-letter word. Instead, it is the first step in most cases to improving ourselves so that we can be better and we can change and adapt to changing situations, to changing marketplaces, to changing self as we change our perspective and our goals and our values in life over time. Flig is a reminder that it is a process and it is an intentional process, one that we have to purposefully take one step to move ourselves from failure to learning from that failure to making improvements on ourselves, businesses, processes, and everything else that allows us to then grow. But that end result of growth is where we should keep our eyes focused when things don't go our way or when we think that we might need to change something. Focused on growth allows us to embrace change, embrace failure, embrace newness, because we recognize that it is is going to help us in the long run. How do you embrace failure and move yourself towards growth? We'd love to get your feedback and share that out on our next episode. So send us an email at feedback at petsitterconfessional.com. We want to thank today's sponsors, Time to Pet and Pet Perennials. So definitely check out those links in the show notes and see how they can help you. And we really want to thank you for listening today, for supporting the show, for sharing the show, for giving your feedback. It all is so helpful and wonderful, and we're so thankful to be a part of this growing community. We wish you all the best and hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And we'll be back again soon. I'm <laughs> sorry.